0: Hey, what's going on? It's your man Kasson with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. First, I appreciate everybody that's been patient with me. I know I haven't been doing the podcast as regular as people have liked, but I'm going to get back to it. A lot of life things has happened, good life things, you know what I mean? Um, As far as like, you know, uh, launching the Culture uh, culture Life products, which has been uh, something that has been keeping me busy um, for such a long time. So I do apologize. It's been a lot more than I thought. Um, It's had such a great success that I've just been selling and, and coming up with marketing plans and, and things like that. So, um, you know, then the whole beard product, a bald man uh, product have, have taken, went to another level. So I appreciate everybody that's been patient with me. I've been getting emails about what's been going on and all that. So I, I, I apologize, but I promise we're back on a regularly scheduled program, okay? Um, today I'm talking about um, if you uh, checked out my podcast on Monday, um, you know I talked about uh, weaponizing the police. Also, what I uh, I want to talk about weaponizing. Um, Um, I I spoke about it briefly the last one, but I want to talk about how weaponizing um, sexuality now against the black man. Um, If you don't know, uh, uh, you know, I'm the owner of the Culture Radio, which is an online radio station that hosts uh, various podcasts. And one of my podcasts that I'm That I'm on, uh, that I'm actually, I'm actually on is, uh, Fierce and Fabulous with Gio. Now, Gio is a, a, a gay man and he's very popular in the Orlando area as far as like hairstylists and things like that. So, um, good guy. And, um, I started to be on his show when he first, when he first came on a culture radio about a month ago, um, just because I was engineering it. You know, I'm, I'm there in the studio recording shows. So, um, He asked me if I would be on it from a male's point of view, from a a straight man's point of view of the topics. And um, at first I was a little bit, um, I was a little bit wary about it because I was like, man, you know, this ain't really good for my image. This ain't really cool. But then um, a lot, but then I've learned so much and a lot of my ideas. Uh, and 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 views on things actually align. And I know I spoke before about transgender, how they're splitting up the black community, the black man with uh, the transgenders and gays, making them think they're against us and things like that. Um, but um, being on this show, um, I realized that our the views of the black man as far as like what's happening is actually the same views as the gay community. And a lot of things that we uh, view in the black community, they view as well things. We don't like things we don't approve of and stuff like that. They view as well, which made me to realize that at the end of the day, of course, we're just all people. And two, that we all are facing the same, not the exact same things, but we're facing the same um, similar struggles when it comes to a group of of people within our demographics are really ruining it, whether they're ruining it or being the main topic when it comes to stereotyping us. Um, one thing I have always said and will continue to say is that as a black man, no matter what your struggle is outside of being black, you're still black and you still have to, you still have the same problems and issues and struggles that every other black man has. Your sexual orientation, um, does not matter when it comes to, um, being a black male in America. It doesn't matter if you identify as gay, trans, dog, cat, plant doesn't matter Because at the end of the day At the end of the day you ident- you, people, All people see is you as a black man And that's what people need to understand um, Being on this show has, has definitely opened my eyes to a lot of uh, it's made me see the the agenda, the agenda that our society has even more. You know, now geos are very popular, uh, like like I said, influential person LGBTQ or LGBTQA plus I, A plus, you know, they have a lot of letters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And their views are very conservative overall. You know, they don't believe in indoctrinating children at a young age they don't believe in the transition you know and this is the majority of the community and um it's one is another thing they're doing to weaponize things against black men um a little bit off topic you know i do that all the time a father's day came up and um, there was a debate online on, uh, especially with Black women, about giving kudos and credits to Black women on Father's Day. And I have to definitely admit this: this year, I saw a lot of Black women starting to defend Black men. I saw a lot of comments of women saying, "Don't congratulate me on Father's Day," um, you know. Don't don't. I saw a lot. I saw a lot more of those comments than I did before. Um, I, you know, I saw, you know, I did see the one, you know, the the, the very few of women saying, oh, you know, I'm the mother and the father, so I should get credit for them. And I I saw that. But I saw a lot of black women um, really supporting uh, Father's Day being for the father's. And um, I said this before, that when culture gets too radical, there's always a pushback. When things get too crazy, there's always a pushback. And right now, there's starting to be a pushback for black men. Our struggles and our neglect within our society is starting to be seen and it's starting to be heard. And I would would say that I have less pushback now With the black man discussion Than I did a year ago When I started this And I'm starting to see a trend Of the pushback Because it's getting extreme You know Um the same narrative that has been going along for black men for so long is starting to change. Now, is it a huge change that, like, from day to night? Of course not. But the change is happening because now people are seeing that agendas are was fueling this anti black man. You know, um, Juneteenth just passed and it was. Discovered that the copyright for Juneteenth was owned by the government or white people, whatever you want to call it, but wasn't owned by black people, you know. So we're starting to see this overall consciousness of understanding that there is an agenda out there against black men. Now, I'm not saying that all white people are bad. That is not what I'm saying. So I want people to understand that this is my podcast is not anti-white at all. But what it is, is anti-establishments that are trying to hinder the growth and the and, and, and the growth of black men in America. To try to stop the stereotypes and the stigma that are on black men in America. Now when you talk about black men's mental health we have to talk about all the other stuff affecting black men because at the end of the day mental health is the start and mental health to me is a self-healing thing something that you know we need to go out and and handle but unfortunately if we don't understand the 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 triggers or the, or the, or the institute that we're in, we can never get the proper help because if you're in a mental institute, right, that doesn't care about your mental health and they are just bent on, uh, on, um, uh, on give you prescriptions because the more prescriptions they give you, the more money they get, then, then they, then they will never handle the real reason of your mental health problem. They're just always going to dope you up But they're never going to truly help you Drugs don't cure anything Drugs just They just They just get a temporary fix Because when you stop taking the drugs The mental health or disease Whatever comes back You know just like cancer survivors, stuff like that, you know, after the drugs, they have to live a healthier life, you know, because at the end of the day, it could come back. So that's all the, the drugs does for your mental. We live in an institute that the money is not in the cure or the money is not in helping you. The money is in you being disabled. Because at the end of the day, that's what you make the money off of. Money has never been made off a cure for anything. So you have to understand America. America is here to to pump money into temporary fixes because that makes that makes money. Because if you're if you're still sick, I have to still supply you with medicine. But if I help you to not be sick, then I won't supply, I can't supply you with medicine anymore. So you have to understand that black men in America are sick and that they want to give us temporary fixes to continue to make money off of us. Every time there's a negative stereotype, every time there's some they're trying to do something, weaponize police, weaponize gender, weaponize sexuality against us, there's money behind it. Because if it was profitable for a black man to be uh, successful, then we would be successful in America every single time. We would be given the tools to be successful. But see, at the end of the day, it's not. It makes money for us to be criminals. It makes money for them to us to be seen as deadbeat fathers. It makes money for them us to have mental health problems and issues and to be, and to be stigmatized with certain things. It makes somebody money. You have to keep a population of jails. So at the end of the day, the easiest minority to keep in jail is the black man. Somebody's making money. The media makes money from views. Most people, America likes to see black man as the criminal. Because at the end of the day, that's what America likes. So to keep the money flowing, we have to keep giving them images of black men being criminals or black men being shot by cops. Because at the end of the day, that brings in money. We have to keep our welfare system going and our grant programs going and we have to offer it to black women. How do we get black women to to come over to our side more, to do more programs, to get more welfare checks, to get more assistance Oh, we X the black man out Because what people don't understand Grant money the grant They may give you grant money But there's a bigger pot You know, think about it The Salvation Army If you look at their budget Their budget Most of the money that you donate Goes to operational costs You know, people's salary New buildings, all this stuff so out of a dollar, and I, I believe, you know, these statistics are, are. but out of a dollar, 10 cents actually goes to the cause. Maybe that, maybe it's $0. 30 cents. It doesn't matter. But even if it's $0. $0. 30 cents, 70 cents goes towards them. Go towards the CEO. What's his, I, I know his salary is not 20,000. His salary is a six figure salary. So if you think about it, there's a reason why everything's weaponized against us, because in some way it's making money. Why create a bad guy when you already have a bad guy in America? You know. You know, you know, and, you know, a lot of people will say, well, what about athletes and Rappers and and moguls—they're making somebody money. Diddy, let's take Diddy for—I love Diddy. I mean, he's one of my idols as far as like you know businessman goes. But at the end of the day, Diddy's deals aren't with other black people; they're with white people. His his clothing company that he sold and re and rebought—you know what I'm saying? That's what white distributors. His liquor, white companies, and white people distribute it labels white people who had labels as well so think about it diddy is good money for white people dre dre by beats all this stuff Ooh, apple who owns apple see think about it they're good money for white people for corporate america athletes who makes the most money in the nba LeBron may be a billionaire, but there's like eighty billionaires that own the the entirety of the NBA and, and and team owners and stuff like that. So no matter how you look at it, anything that is against the black man in America is related to money. It's related to opportunity and money for some corporate corporate entity. You see, weaponizing things is just a way of the masses to mask the truth. The truth is like the Matrix. You know, when uh, Lawrence Fishburne Morpheus was with Neo and he explained the whole thing to him. The whole thing to him and said, you know, for people are pretty much and he showed him a battery. Pretty much that flow to us Everybody in the matrix was a battery for the system You know Neil didn't want to believe it He said let me out there But he didn't want to believe it But That We are A credit card For corporate America Each one of us Is money potential For corporate America because no matter what way we go, they're gonna make our money. They're gonna make money off of us whether it's demonizing us or or allowing us to have some money. but at the end of the day, we will always be a credit card, a debt-free credit card, a credit card they could spend and don't have to pay back in any way. See, Other nationalities, they got to pay back Because at the end of the day When we get money We don't give it We don't give it back to our community We give that money to corporate America We don't invest in our communities Because they know they're not going to do that So at the end of the day Of course they're going to invest in us You know what I'm saying? Of course they're going to, to push us out there Because they know that our dollars Are going to go right too dumb our dollars ain't gonna go back to ourselves if I give you twenty dollars I'm gonna make back a hundred dollars from you if I let you live a little I could put you in jail for the rest of your life and make money off of you daily Think about it, we are we are no interest, no no debt accumulation credit cards to corporate America. They owe us nothing. They give us nothing. They make money off of us, but they give us nothing. They taught us our spending habits. They taught us that you got to go out there to be fly. You got to get Versace. You got to get Red Bottoms. You got to get their products because your products are inferior. They put that into our heads. <laughs> and then when we ask for respect, when we ask for opportunity, when we ask for for anything that we feel is rightfully ours, they look at us like, are you serious? You're lucky that you're in America. You're lucky you have the American dream. America gives you the opportunity to be whoever you want. Look at these token niggas. Look at Dre. Look at Diddy. Look at these token niggas. Because at the end of the day, you could do that because no matter what we do, we make the money. See, and that's the thing, it doesn't matter. You really think they care whether we get rich or not? It's about power. Power isn't about the money, it's about influence and being able to run shit. We'll never have power. We can have money and we can have a certain amount of influence. But at the end of the day, it always leads, even if we're a dominant person in the black community, Reverend Al Shopton, Jesse Jackson. But who they have deals with White publishers for their books Sponsored by white corporate America Think about it Everything leads back to a white corporate entity That's funding it And making a shitload of money from it So we have to understand that We have to understand why they weaponize everything against us Because it's about control I'm going to control the black man and what they do because everything they do, no matter what they do. I'm making money off of it. Yeah, you have the choice. You know, you can go the good route and go to college, get a degree, do a business. You can go that route. See, the freedom is there to go the route of criminal, go the route of upstanding uh, uh, citizen. The option is there for you. See, that's the thing. Because no matter what you choose, they're going to make money. So they don't care what you do. There's no agenda to, to, you know, now there's individual people that just are stupid. But in general, they don't care which way you go as a black man. You know, if you're one of those black men to, uh, you know, work, uh, not be a stereotype and stuff like that, cool. It's a little bit more guaranteed If you're a stereotype If you're doing criminal activities We get you in the court system The criminals I mean that's a little more guaranteed money You know what I'm saying Media can make money off of it I mean that's a guarantee But if, even if you go I'm an upstanding black man Doing my thing business. It doesn't matter Because that money you spend, You're not going to put back In a black community anyway You're going to put it to all pockets You're going to want to make deals with us So of course Whatever route you choose, it's okay with me. There's one that is faster. There's one that is quicker. But if you go the the latter, that's fine too, because we're still going to get our money off you. And while we're down here battling, he say, she say, I want to do this, all this little petty stuff, they're making money off us. I mean, shoot, I'm a successful black man. But when I look at everything, That I own It's It's Me investing in 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 white corporations You know I look at my clothes I got I got You know My wife bought me some Louis Louis uh, Louis 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 uh, red bottoms sneakers. I look at all the name brands I have in my closet. I have like six by twenty closet. So I looked at all of the stuff I have. I got you know I got all you know the I got high end you know uh, suede boots and and you know I got the Nikes. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I drive a BMW. I got a house and I look at everything. And I'm saying saying yeah I'm successful. But then I say I look around and say, is there anything that I own is black owned? Like when I'm sitting here, I'm on a Mac computer. Talking on a sure mic Like everything's high end that I have Everything is next level But when I look around It's nothing black You know That's why I took it upon myself To start my own products For black men Because at the end of the day There's no ownership We don't have any ownership One thing I can say about Damon Dash He may be a dick And I may not like that A lot of what he says But one thing he does stress that is important Own your own shit I'm just starting to understand that See, because what you don't know Regardless, this podcast for me is a journey as well It's not just me, you know, talking And not understanding and learning I'm learning and also growing as well I'm learning and growing and understanding myself as a black man and starting to to pull the veil. You know, we talk about mental health. We talk about the effects of mental health uh, uh, to our people and stuff like that. And that's great. You know, uh, you know, I could sit here all day and just, you know, put out. You know, different diagnosis and and, and, and different uh, uh, mental illness names and all that. That's great. But that's not really helping the black man. That's one aspect of the struggle we go through. I'm learning myself that when I look around, what black, what do I own that's black? You know? My wife is a lot more black, pro-black than I am. Unfortunately, I do have a bad taste, though, about black black uh, uh, products and, and and working with with African American companies. You know, my wife is—I mean, she's a one hundred percent supporter of black brands and stuff like that. But a lot of times, we we have gotten burned. Bad service, um, customer service sucks. The product just not good. You know. You know, but you know, she still tries to support like I'm going to support, I'm going to support, you know, but let's get back on topic, but weaponizing, that's why. These things are used against us That's why they weaponize things That's why they're weaponizing your sexuality That's why they're weaponizing police That's why they're weaponizing the black woman That's why they're weaponizing everything against us Because no matter what happens If we just make it through the struggle They're still going to make money off of us There's always money Always think to yourself Why are they doing this? Because there's always money All right, people, I appreciate y'all um, with this podcast If you want to check me out Everything I do Go to CastanerWilliams.com And everything about me From my uh, product line To my books And everything I do Is there um, Just go there Visit it um, If you have any issues Or questions Or anything you want me to talk about On this podcast Of course reach me at CastanerWilliams At gmail.com um, I can give you the direct one For the website But at the end of the day I see that people Just it's easier to do it that way so uh, Williams at gmail.com hit me up with your comments hit me up with your things I will be doing another fan appreciation podcast where I'll be reading people's uh, uh, messages to me so send the message you know be featured on the podcast if you're looking for me to shout out your business um, hit me hit me up uh, you know um, uh, you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna charge nobody just hit me up about your business I'll give you a shout out on this and 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 we'll definitely talk, you know, Um, I'm still on that top 100 list. I kind of went down a little because I haven't been doing a podcast like I usually am. But I'm still top 100 in the world, uh, mental health podcast. So, you know, I got to get on it before I get off that list, you know. (laughs) So, yeah, so hit, hit me up. Show me love. Show the podcast love. Download the Culture Radio every Monday at 7 o'clock on the Culture Radio app. I am live. So you get a chance to interact with me live. Hit me on my Facebook uh, and on my Instagram. Okay. Talk to you later. Till next time.